And we are back to talk about Ahsoka episode six and Preston. It finally Star- happened. Star Wars, Star Wars rogues, Star Wars rogues, Star pretty, Wars pretty rogues. Much. It is, it is a it, reunion of our final cast member from Rebels. That's live. Um, uh, oh, so, so like that big gorilla dude and like, um, and, and Obi-Wan's wife's husband are, are, are like gone. No, we actually saw the big gorilla guy, Zeb. We actually saw him in Mando. He has a, a conversation oh, at the bar. Oh, right, right. The guy with, with, uh, with Kim's, Kim's convenience guy. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. But All no, right, Star right. Wars finally did it. Ahsoka asked Huang to tell her a story, and he tells her a story uh, of, of a long time ago from a galaxy far, far away. Yes, yes. Um, they finally got it. They did. They did the thing. Which was the name of the uh, the episode as well, Far, Far Away. Um, mm-hmm. Which brings me to... Now, look, I really liked this episode. I did. Um, but, you know, being the people we are, like, we imme- I, I immediately start talking about the things that kind of bugged me. Even though <laughs> I really... Even though I really liked the episode, okay? I really liked the episode. I really liked Thrawn. I really liked Sabine. I really liked delving into actually getting to know uh, Balin... Um, and even, and it, and his, uh, and his apprentice and, and finally, finally some characterization there. Episode six in, you know, um, I thought those little creatures looked great. The, the, even the, the furry rat beasts looked great. Like it's like the, the design of the stormtroopers was, was freaking great. Um, there was a lot to love about this episode, but let's just get into things that bugged me. Okay. First off. <laughs> You're going to a planet that's in a different galaxy. It's far, far away. The idea is that this is the most exotic, exotic place because it is not even in the same galaxy. Make the fucking planet look exotic. Make it look weird. Do something. Have like large mushrooms growing. Have have something. Have so- like, Don't make it like it, it, it looked like it looked like Colorado. Like what, what, what are they yeah. doing? You know, like, come on. <laughs> Pretty much. Like it, it, it looked like Colorado. They're riding rat beasts that were not that original. The little, the little, you know, snail dudes, they they were, they were pretty cool looking kind of, kind of very Jim Henson-y. Um, but still not something that was something I would expect in the, in the star Wars galaxy. We're in a different galaxy. Let it be. Let it be exotic. Let it be exotic. Um, also, like, let me know what Thrawn was doing. And and um, he's just he just had his ship. He was just floating around at his ship for years. I mean, I don't know how Star Wars Rogues ended and how he got stuck and everything, um, and why every stormtrooper outfit is falling apart. But like. His outfit looks fine, and the ship in general looks fine. I have um, a theory on that. Yeah. So the way Star Wars Rebels end ends is that Thrawn sees Ezra and his group as a major threat. This is before Luke and Leia, and he wants to wipe out Ezra's hometown. But he also needs to lure Ezra out, because Palpatine has plans for Ezra regarding mm. that time lobby that Ezra was in. Palpatine wants to utilize that. So... Yeah. At the very end, Ezra encounters Thrawn aboard his Star Destroyer, and Thrawn has Ezra cornered. Ezra essentially summons, somehow, the Space Whales, 
and the space whales wrap their tentacles around Thrawn's Star Destroyer and hyperspace him, I believe, to this location here. Uh, apparently, this planet is where they go to die. It's like their elephant graveyard. Right, yeah. I mean, it was so... kind of cool that, that an entire ring of the planet is, is elephant, is uh, whale bones. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of neat. Um, that that but... was very that was very fucking dark. Um, yeah, th- I think the stormtroopers have gotten the same treatment that Merok the Inquisitor got, where I think all the stormtroopers are dead, and they're being propped up by Night Sister magic, just like the Inquisitor that Ahsoka defeated. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, well we shall see. We shall because see. their armor is all cracked and stuff, and like, but by yeah. the way, cool taped together called... with like duct tape, yeah. I, I, was that duct tape or just like red cloth? I feel like it was red cloth, which would be right. I thought it was like red, red colored, red colored duct tape. But yeah, or something, <laughs> whatever. It was just you know, yeah. Nonetheless, very cool, very cool design. The way they move feels a little unnatural. I don't know. It just, it's just so fucking cool. They're called night troopers. Ugh, so mm-hmm. fucking cool. I, uh, I agree with you about the aliens. Whenever we go to like another galaxy, like I. I, I want to harken back to Star Trek. There was an episode mm. that Red Letter Media recommended. It's an episode in the first season of Star Trek where they go down to a planet and they they keep getting these headaches and elect- electronics keep exploding in, in their face like it always does. And it turns out they found a life form in the rock that's kind of like light-based and yeah. it that's so unique and alien. Right. Because every other alien species has like two limbs and like four limbs and a head and so on and so forth. I expect species from another galaxy to not really be shaped like us or wear clothes or have two arms, two legs, a head. I actually have this problem with like the movie Stargate, which I normally like. But the movie like they go to this alien world and the only thing that's different about the alien world is the fact that they have like there's like one species of alien camel. That looks a little different, but otherwise everything else is the same. It's people, <laughs> sand, pyramids, like one. That's it. Some alien camels, like so. It's like here. It's like we got some some rats, and even though it's a galaxy far, far away, I thought it was maybe a, a neighboring galaxy, but no, it's a galaxy far, far away. Um, well, we also uh, got lore from that. Apparently, that's where the Night Sisters come from. And yeah, no, I like that lore. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I, I thought that was a very cool idea. So something Balin says actually harkens back to the 2014 or 2015 Star Wars Aftermath book. It's the one I read. I I quite enjoyed it, and I even did a video on it. Um, it's the one where we find out that after the defeat of the Empire, Mon Mothma orders a large reduction in Rebel Alliance forces. Um, going hmm. forward for the New Republic. And we also find out that there was something in deep space that was calling out to Palpatine. Something in the Force was calling out to him. Of course, this was supposed to allude to Snoke until J.J. Abrams came in at the last sequel trilogy film and retconned that whole fucking thing. Yeah, they kind of brought that back when Balin says something here is calling out to him. And yeah. Shin makes a very good point. What if they're trying to run from it? And Balin's like, nah. I mean, I do, I do, I do appreciate and like the idea that, I mean, when they first arrive, I had high hopes because they arrive and you have these force using witches, which is completely and utterly foreign, right? When we think about the using of the force, we think about Jedis and Sith, you know, 
and 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 lightsabers and people floating around and force lightning and then to to go to a, a different galaxy and find a completely different civilization who utilizes the force in a completely different way and looks completely different like i was into that i'm like oh what kind of cool things are we gonna find in this galaxy and the answer is nothing much i mean you got some <laughs> whale bones you got those three witches and uh, you got some rats, some giant rats, and you got some snail dudes. And uh, on 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 like a rainy day, a rainy day in rural Colorado is what you is what you got. Yeah. Um. And, and so it's uh. I mean, and a best essentially Tuscan Raiders, um, wearing wearing some red suits because they they made the same sounds. They're like. Rawr, rawr. I uh, uh, I sent you a screenshot of what they're wearing. It's samurai garb. If you, if you scroll up on our messages here, it's yeah, samurai garb. Yeah, yeah. It, it does look like samurai garb, which is a little too, considering how much, even the, you know, the, I never understood that as well. I understand, that, like, when you taught, when you, like, the, bring back the Phantom Menace. I remember watching behind the scenes stuff, and they're like, oh, well, when we designed, um, when we designed, uh, Queen Amadella's like wardrobe, we really wanted to like focus on some of this East Asian like art and stuff and derive stuff from that. I'm like, why are you deriving it from something that's from Earth? I want something alien, something very alien and new, something I've never seen before. Uh, and so here they've gone, even though that even though their own galaxy already has stuff that's influenced by East Asia, they go now to a completely different galaxy and we find very similarly dressed people who are also very similarly dressed to our galaxy. So apparently you can go across the fucking universe, galaxy to galaxy, things that are literally hundreds of billions of light years away. And they all dress like fucking samurais, man. That's, that's what I've discovered. To, uh, to I'm not even playing devil's advocate to defend the whole thing about, Queen of Madala and that being East Asian instead of something very alien. It's so hard to do something. It's so hard for mm. our imaginations to imagine something we haven't, like, because all these writers are adults who have spent time on this planet right. learning and you know, about history and shit. It's so hard to imagine something and come up with something no one has seen before. Um, right. Like, e even, even Lovecraft, the best, the most alien thing he could come up with has squid tentacles. Right. No, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. And in a sense, a lot of these a lot of these like the people are placing these things in order to um, kind of have a, a cliff notes for the for the viewer to get somewhere. Um, I was watching a Saturday Night Live skit about uh, naming people in movies and how like if you're going to name somebody. There's there's like easy ways to get to a a character where you can you know everything about them without even needing to explore. So he, he's talking about like if you're gonna have a a rich character, you can name him like Baxter Honeywell, and you don't need you don't need to then have backstory and do exposition and explore him because the name tells you everything. His name's Baxter Honeywell. Of course, he's rich. And, and like the drug lord, the drug lord is named Lopez. You know, you're like, oh, Lopez, you know, like, uh, like it just sound like it's, it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, Lopez, one of the common Hispanic names, but he's just like Lopez, you know, and you already get you get that right. You get those names. This is the, this is like the the Harry Potter, ver the Harry Potter method of like creating characters, you know. <laughs> 
Cho so Chang and uh, Slytherin. The Slytherins, they're evil, of course. They're called Slytherins. And this is the same thing. What's funny is that, like, to a Westerner, Sam, like, things that are East Asian are exotic. And therefore, we're watching something about space. We want them to look exotic. Let's make them look East Asian. Because Westerners think East Asian things are exotic. And it's so weird, right? That you're actually like, like you're actually showing something familiar to try to tap into the idea of exoticism based on Western notions of exoticism. It's so weird. But yeah, it's, it's just too much work. It's too much work to come up with something original, you know, that's not derived. Seriously, Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling sucks at that. <laughs> <laughs> she really does. There's a fuck. There's a there's a character. Oh, the black the black character's name in Harry Potter, Lee Jordan, and then uh, the yeah. Irish character is uh, Seamus Seamus something. I, f- I forgot. Right. So she's gosh, she sucks Shame. at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no. So other than that, like. Uh, for Alien, something Alien, I, I love that one Star Trek episode where they did that. It was a light-based alien form that communicated through, like, energy. That would have been really cool. I would have loved if, like, the little aliens that Ezra can communicate with weren't just, like, technically a, yeah. uh, my, this generation's version of Ewoks. Because I'm pretty sure we're going to have an Ewok battle with them and the Stormtroopers. I would have loved if they were, like, just light-based alien life forms that live on the planet and communicate maybe telepathically as something new and different or yeah. maybe like horrific tentacle see there we go tentacles again uh <laughs> like something that you haven't seen before that i can't think of maybe like a weird jellyfish creature there, I don't there's know. actually there's actually an episode of voyager where chakotay is kidnapped and uh given a propaganda like hallucination that where he's in a war against these like this alien race and the alien race is ugly as sin. I mean, they, 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 they look like the predator from, from uh, like with the, with the masks off, like the, you know, they've got these weird, like crab like faces that are just like ugly as anything. And then he gets out of the, he gets out of it and, and he gets back and they're like, actually, you know, that was all propaganda. Um, we're, we're actually in relations with this, with this people, and they're they're like the good guys, and like Chicote meets them for a second, and they're all really nice and like diplomatic, except they're super ugly. And Chicote has to like leave the room because he's just like, I can't take it, I can't take it. Like I've been told that these are my enemies, you know. But it's always that like you can look at something and figure out if it's good or not. Like the snail guys are cute, you know, so we know they're good, you know, because they're cute. You know, it, t- it takes yeah. something, takes, it takes that, like, why not make them, you know, ugly? Why not take them, make them hard to look at? That's one of the things that was kind of uh, uh, interesting about the movie District 9 is the fact that the the refugees are so ugly looking and, you know, and he's, he has to learn to, well, a lot, there's a lot going on in that movie, but he has to learn to sympathize with them, you know? Um, But yeah, I, 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 uh, I mean, things looked good, but I do just wish they had spent a little more time creating something that was different and exotic, considering we're in another fucking galaxy. Um, what else was weird? The the James Bond villain Mercy of Sabine is was kind of crazy, right? 
Uh, my assumption on that is Thrawn has been trying to find Ezra. And as we saw, Ezra and Which is, the, these as is so fucking hard to find, man. Ezra is like, he's like a half day ride from, from the, the, that, the, the witch's tower, man, he was fucking impossible to find. There has to be a reason why I, I don't want to chalk it up to like, this just being poor writing. There has to be a reason why, but at the same time, just leave them there. Just strand them there. It's over. Right. Let it which go. he mentions. Which he mentions. Mm-hmm. He mentions where he's just like, yeah, we can strand him here. Yeah. Why don't, why don't you just strand him there to start? Like, don't worry about it. Just leave him. Yeah, pretty oh. much. And I like that. Like, Thrawn's like, I want to know everything about Ahsoka. He, I swear to God, if they defeat him in this fucking season, I'm like, pissed. I'm going to be so pissed. But at the same time, if they don't defeat him this season... How are you going to explain the sequel trilogy and why he's not there? This, Like I said, I've said this before. I'll say it again. This really feels like Dave Filoni whipping his dick out and saying, this is what the sequel trilogy should have been. Choke on it. Oh, yeah. And the, the I think the problem, it, the thing is, is like at the same time, the early season was going too slow and now it's going too fast. Um, I almost feel like they could have had the end of the show be discovering Ezra and Thrawn last episode and had a little more exploration of this, of this galaxy, like go to a different planet, um, you know, explore a little, see, see the, the exotic alien races and, and whatever, and how think how witches use the force in another galaxy. Like there's so many cool things that you could explore. You're literally in another galaxy, but, th- but it's like, We've arrived, we've immediately found Thrawn, we've immediately found Ezra, and we're ready to go home. You know? Like, I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna defeat Thrawn. Maybe they, you know, we gotta have a season two, maybe, you know? I also have another <clears throat> theory, by the way. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna run it by you. Um so this is uh let me copy this and send this to you here. I posted it in my server. Uh can you see this? I posted on Discord in our messages here. You love you love to like switch it up all the time when you send me stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, because because like he'll be like he'll be like it'll I sometimes be a private message on Facebook and sometimes it'll be a private message on Discord and sometimes it'll be in his server in something, but <laughs> uh, we did not see it. It's a loose thread. So the oh, Night yeah. Sisters, um, they remind me. Oh, I forgot their names. I I watched the the movie once as a kid. The uh, the three sisters from Hercules. They always have they have that one eye. They remind me of those characters, and they clearly have some precognition ability. Like, they can see these threads, which the sisters who weave... Well, we're talking about the, the, the Greya, the, um, the, the, the Grey sisters, who they, they share an eye. In fact, they're in Clash of the Titans. They see them yes. in a lot of different things. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, there's this, uh, um, you know, there, there are these three women that all share one single eye. My theory here is we did not, they say we did not see it about Ahsoka coming. We did not see it. It's a loose thread. I'm wondering, because they, they saw a lot of other stuff. What they didn't see was Sabine as prisoner and Ahsoka coming. I wonder if they can see the threads of mortals, but those who have the ability to wield the force, they probably can't sense them. Those people who wield the force, their decisions probably lay outside of destiny's thread if that sounds and, and he, despite the fact that she shows up and there she's like oh she reeks of jedi you're like i thought sabine was like really 
minimal in her force sensitivity and um <laughs> but but so they can't detect her but then they can detect her it's kind of weird well like like i said they 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 saw like the plan coming to fruition but they didn't see that she would be the prisoner because <clears throat> i think that was a decision by balin because balin's a force user so any decision by a force user throws a wrench in anything they've seen so they can't see mm-hmm. what force users um, are going to do, which is why I think Thrawn keeps his distance from Ezra. I think it's kind of like a cold war on this planet be- between Thrawn and Ezra, because Ezra may have the ability to, you know, catch these guys by surprise. So I think they keep their distance and he keeps so, his distance from them uh, because he doesn't what, want to get bombarded. Like, so I understand that, like, loosely like ezra had some sort of ability to go into like the 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 time tunnels and is, but is he like a space jesus when it comes with to, to oh like no no no, no it wasn't an ability he found like this ancient mural temple thing and he like just went in there okay but is, is he in general i'm just i'm just saying besides like personal revenge for stuff that happened in star wars rogues um what what use can can Thrawn have for, for Ezra? Because uh, they keep saying they keep saying that they're like they're like why the f-? like they keep they keep lampshading like they're like why the fuck are we keeping Sabine around? Well, she might prove useful. Oh, okay. Well, that's abstract. Wait, what? Why? Why are we? Why are we looking for Ezra? Well, he might prove useful. Well, like, <laughs> like i don't like why why would they care what what does he provide them like like i understood if he if he had some special ability like he's a super force user or he had he had abilities to get into the time tunnels or something crazy i could understand why they're why they're like trying to find him or, or keeping him alive but is it just like a personal vendetta he doesn't like these he doesn't like these meddling kids I I wonder if it is a personal vendetta or he's being very careful or it does have something to do with the time tunnels. Because at the very last episode of Star Wars Rebels, uh, that's why Palpatine wanted Star, Ezra. Star, Star, Star Wars rogues. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why Palpatine wanted Ezra because Ezra went inside these tunnels before and Palpatine yeah. is luring Ezra in like, yeah, show me how to fucking use it, Ezra. If you do, we can get your parents back because Ezra's parents were killed by the Empire. We can get we can resurrect your parents. The same shtick he threw at Vader, you know, and Ezra rejects it, of course. And yeah, the only th- the only thing that makes Ezra stand out is just like Ahsoka, his ability to communicate with animals um, through the force. Mm, 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 but he's not mm, like he's not like uh, Anakin or, or the. Who the fuck? Who the fuck is Plagueis? Plagueis, who could like, uh, you know, midi chlorian a, a baby? Ray didn't Ray like talk to that? Was it a spider? Did she talk to somebody in the in the in the last in the Rise of Skywalker? Holy shit! You remember that? Yeah. Well, no, it was Kylo Ren who supposedly talked to the the lava spider, but that was like a deleted scene. Didn't she talk to? Weren't they underground at some point? Oh, Ray, um, heal, heal, she healed this, like, sand serpent thing. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, so he, so he didn't even use, the thing is, like, he, he wasn't even using, like, with this, with the snail dudes, like, with the, um, the, the, the hermit crab, like, dudes. Um, he wasn't even using his powers like to communicate with them. He just like learned their language. 
That's too uh, bad. Like he could have, like he could have made. They could have made it that. They could have made it that. That's that's possible. Like I said, I I really do think it's some kind of cold war because the Night Sisters can't predict him because he's a Force user. That makes him a, a big threat, but also a threat to stay away from. And I think Thrawn was just being cautious. So it, it it's like a cold war on that planet. As much as Thrawn wants to destroy them, I think Thrawn is just letting Sabine go and let and using Balin and Shinhadi to track them down and having the two other force users handle this other force user. I don't know. I'm just suspicious that it's Scott you just don't get it. Scott I will say, there is one thing that's stupid is I didn't realize they did this until she whipped it out. Uh, they gave her the lightsaber. They gave her Ezra's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Why would you let her keep that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's her... a lot. Of, there's a lot of. There's a lot of. There's a lot of dialogue that doesn't make sense. Like she's sitting there in her cell, being like, "We had a deal." It's like, dude, we just fucking arrived at the planet. Like, give me a fucking moment, Jesus! And then they they let her out, and she's like, "We still we had a deal." And you're like, "Dude, we just let stop whining." <laughs> like we just we literally just got to another galaxy. Give me a fucking give me a fucking moment. By the way, Thrawn, this this annoys me. So there, maybe I'm just dumb. I didn't sense, and I'm sure Star Wars fans can back me up here. I didn't sense any romantic feelings between Sabine and, and Ezra back in the 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 show. Um, but the way she acts yeah. is like Ezra is her long lost love, and even Thrawn goes, "Oh yeah, ah, for this person, you've made this decision to doom your galaxy." I hope it was oh, worth yeah. it. And when she first sees Ezra again, which, by the way, I love that they got his blue eyes in there. Good shit. They just hug. Bro, like, smooch or something. Fucking hell. Jump on him. Like, you just doomed the... This is, oh, this yeah, is Star right. Wars. It's a very sterile, sexless galaxy. Or double, not even galaxy universe, okay? You know how little, little sex they have in Star Wars. Um, I do not understand how... Like, how does, how does, how does, I mean, I guess cloning is the only, is the only way like populations can stay stable in, in Star Breeding Wars. Breeding No one's, yeah, no <laughs> one's having kids. And when they do, it's like one kid, you know, it's like, you know, that's it. Have you seen Demolition um, Man with uh, 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 Sylvester Stallone? And um, I, I, yeah, I have, I have, yeah. That's how it's that you know how that society they have sex. They put on the fucking VR headsets, and yeah, that's the, how it the happens. VR hums, yes. <laughs> I, I would like to have sex with you. Okay. <laughs> the only people, the only people getting laid is is that one really hot woman from Andor and her boyfriend, and that was it. That was it. That's oh the only God. people in the whole galaxy. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe like. Jabba and like his like slave girls or something was going on in like the seedy underbelly of like of of Tatooine, but like thank goodness you have a seedy underbelly of of, of planets because otherwise there's just there's nothing going on in their in their little sterile loveless universe. But we'll see, we'll see if there's any there's any uh, there's any fireworks between them. Yeah. The, I'm sure you'll agree with me when I say the breakout stars of this episode and so far this show, of course, Ray Stevenson as Balin, but Thrawn, mm. I, I forgot, I forgot the actor's name. I know he's, um, the brother of Mads Mikkelsen. Forgot the, the actor's name, but both of them, this episode knocked it out of the park. Ray Stevenson's Balin specifically. It's, I just it's, want it's La- more La- La- Lars, Lars Mikkelsen. 
There oh, it is. I loved him, by the way, in, in House of Cards. Really good. Yeah. Great character as the Russian president, Petrov. But yeah. fuck, man. Ray Stevens is failing. I fucking hate that, that the actor is gone because holy shit. Oh, he's so good. He got so much deeper this episode. Like, like we got to figure oh, yeah. out what the fuck he wanted. I thought he wanted to like restart the order with like Thrawn, like, you know, Imperial Knights right. in the old canon type sure. of thing. I'm not sure if his logic really makes sense at this point, especially at like this point in the story. Like his his story, his logic is like that there's some sort of endless cycle of war, like ri- like rise and fall of Jedi, coming of Empire, and you're like, no, th- no, that happened once. That's not a cycle. That that happened one time. Now, if you did it at the end of Rise of Skywalker, maybe I could be like, okay, maybe it happened twice. But like. You know, there, there's, there's no, there, there's nothing like at that point in the story. There's no, there's no cycle. Um, well, technically, there is a cycle. I mean, Disney destroyed I most mean, of the original canon because it, before Disney acquired Star Wars, Star Wars canon went back like thousands and thousands of fucking years, and in that canon, that cycle was a thing. Now we don't know. It's possible, right? I know that they. That they retconned the 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 old, old republic, republic stuff. from mm-hmm. from 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 ten thousand years to one thousand years, which which is a fine retcon to me because a ten thousand year like empire is is you know you're getting into like ridiculous Dune like lore when you do that kind of stuff. But like I'm fine with that retcon because it's in the it's in the original it's in the prequel trilogy where where Palpatine says. That the the old republic has lasted a thousand years, but I remember like the Dark Horse comics and stuff saying it was like a ten thousand year old republic. So I mean, you know, there might have been like, well, what was there? Was there an empire then? Was is there a cycle of Jedi and Sith and Jedi and Sith? Like, I don't know what's going on, like the Darth Bane story and all that shit. But you know, maybe if maybe if like Stevenson told like maybe if Balin like told us. But he's um, he's waiting for that to be like uh, the monologue for when he fights Ahsoka again. That's what he's waiting for. I guess so. Like, the, but the thing is, like, I, I keep we keep like giving the benefit of the doubt. We're like, I'm confident this is going to be explained. Are you confident it's going to be explained? Because how many television shows have there been where it's never fucking explained? You know, like, like will in retrospect Thrawn like letting Sabine go like makes sense. Mm, I'm gonna. I'm honestly putting the odds of that at ten percent. <laughs> like I don't. It only, like <laughs> it only makes sense with my explanation that there's a cold war. Thrawn doesn't dare <laughs> take on Ezra directly, yeah. and Ezra doesn't do the same. He needs Sabine to go find Ezra and have the Jedi hunt him down. That's yeah. that's the only way it makes sense. And maybe I'm I'm doing mental gymnastics so the episode right. doesn't or, suck because I really liked it. Or he or he or he knows about the time tunnels. You know. Um, that too, or something, yeah, something, something, something like that. You know, there's a lot of these little things like that where I'm like, eh, is it gonna make sense? Uh, okay. Oh. Um, but yeah, I did. I like the interaction between between Balin and 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 his apprentice. I like how I like how she she questions him so much. Like, what the f- like? Why aren't you telling me? Because he hasn't been honest with her. She should totally be questioning things. Like what? What is his loyalties? He's being a sketchy dude, and he's also kind of lied. This. Because yeah. a couple episodes before, he said it was about power, and now he's changing it up. I guess maybe he's changing it on the fly right. because you know. 
and and granted a lot of it's for exposition because she's there's little things like where she's like wait didn't you give your word and he's like, well, <laughs> what is it? Like, are, do you, do you care if he get, if he breaks his, breaks his code of honor? Like what, what, what are you, what's your code of ethics apprentice? I don't know. You know, I, you know, it's so sad. Cause now at this point we just hit episode six and we know that there's two episodes left and you know, man, this could be an entire series about this one Jedi. Like I realized that this Jedi Balin, Balin, is as compelling, if not more compelling than Thrawn. And they could have had an entire series where he was the main, the big baddie. Um, and it would have been, it would have been really interesting, but they still can. There's this star Wars show called tales of the Jedi. It's these, like these, uh, CGI animated show about the backstory of how Count Dooku fell to the dark side. Um, about how Ahsoka was discovered, uh, when she was a little little, little girl, she had the Force. Like, it, it's a really interesting. Uh, uh, you're right. I agree with you. Like, they should do something with that. It's a really interesting story, and I would like to see more Balin. But fuck, man, they would have to recast Ray Stevenson, which I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ray Stevenson did such a good job. I mean, obviously, there's an infinite number of like incredible actors in the world, and and maybe recasting Ray Stevenson would be fine. But I have a feeling Ray Stevenson's going to die at the end of this. I mean, or the, the Balin's going to die at the end of this. Um, and maybe, maybe, and you know, in some sort of honorable way. And, uh, and, um, and th- I think Thrawn, maybe they'll, they'll keep around for a season two. You know? Yeah, but, I, I'm hoping there's like a season two or it's supposed to be like the Mando cinematic universe for Disney Plus, where everything that Mando has experienced and, you know, all the allies he's built will be used to try and defeat Thrawn. Uh, but at the end of the day, does it all really matter when we know the First Order is somewhere out there? There's a there's in, in deep space somewhere. OK, <sighs> I mean, yeah. what you can do is you can you can. Well, I mean, you can have a bunch of events happen here and then have the characters disappear and then and have a villain dis- have Thrawn disappear again and have him reappear after the events of Rise of Skywalker. True. Didn't they announce that there's going to be a Rey movie? Uh yes, there's going to be a Rey movie where she's trying to rebuild the order. Yeah, bring these witches back. These witches can be like all these witches in this other galaxy can can be an, another threat that you can you can have come back post Rise of Skywalker. There's all sorts of things you can do. True, <clears throat> true. Um, inf- infinite number of things, you know. Now, so it's, no, that's it's true. You know, it's great. Yeah, like they've they've world builded plenty. It just you know, I just they haven't they haven't always like done great stories but they've world built <laughs> they've world world built they've world built you know of all these all these possibilities that, I mean, yeah no I, I i'm enjoying this era of star wars I, I i can't imagine someone trying to do mental gymnastics into saying this all was bad it wasn't this was a great episode yeah i know that we spent a lot of time like complaining about the things that that um that didn't make sense but it's only because it was so close to being a perfect episode had like a few of the little things like I had Sabine searched a little longer and harder for Ezra. Like it could have, they could have made, they could have had another episode rather than her just finding Ezra immediately. I think that's problem one. I think letting Sabine go was at least right now is twisted logic. Maybe they could, 
explain that later. And then having the, the galaxy not be that exotic, um, having it be too familiar. Like, but other than that, like I loved all the performances and I loved learning more about Balin and, and, and his relationship with his apprentice. I loved, I, I loved Thrawn's creepy, creepy performance. Um, I loved the, the design of, of the stormtroopers and, and, and the witches and things like this. So there was, there was a lot of good. There was a lot of good. Um, and I think, you know, those, those, those little things like bug me because they're, they're, it's like, ah, oh, you could have, you could have had it perfect, you know? Ah, well. I agree. Ah, well. S- still, still a very awesome episode. But God damn, like we're such, as I was pointing this out, uh, having a conversation with someone, we're such Star Wars nerds. You're like, you're like every, 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 every girlfriend you've ever, you've ever had is, has, is given a Princess Leia golden bikini. There's this legendary interview that Mark Hamill gave like back in the seventies about how, how he begged George yeah. Lucas to remove this one line. Right. And I'm such a fucking star Wars nerd that I know that line like off the top of my head. I, I've memorized it for some reason. Cause I'm insane like that. The whole thing is uh Han Solo is supposed to say, Look, kid, I've done my part of the bargain. When I get to an asteroid, you, the old man, and the droids get dropped off. And Luke's line is supposed to be, but we can turn back. Fear is their greatest defense. I doubt if the actual security there is any greater than it was on Acolyte or Sullis, and what there is is most likely directed towards a large-scale assault. I'm just, I'm just, I, this, as I'm watching this fucking show. Clunky and horrible, clunky and horrible, yeah. (laughs) He begged George Lucas to take this line out. I'm like, why? I'm I'm thinking to myself, like, why? It's such an interesting war. It's so lame, though. It's such, it's also such, it's such a Luke line. Like, you know, like, that, that's, that's impossible, even for a computer. And, And Luke being like. I used to I used to bullseye womp rats in my T sixteen back home. Like, why would this random dude know what the fuck you're talking about? Like, like what? Like he could like who knows what planet he's from? What the fuck is a womp rat? What the fuck is a T sixteen? Like, like does everyone have T sixteen skyhoppers? Does everyone know that T sixteen skyhoppers are everywhere in the galaxy? What the fuck is a womp rat? Like the the person just must be like. What? <laughs> like, like what? You know, like Luke has all like, this knowledge that you don't even give a fuck about. Luke is every yeah. person in the comment section who loves to start by saying, "Well, actually," and then they, they could proceed to like yeah. write this entire paragraph oh, trying to correct you. And and it, and it's wonderful how nerdy and dorky he is. Like, yeah. I love it. But it's just like it's just like it's such a weird. First of all, it's a dick statement. Like, <laughs> no, it's fucking impossible even with a computer and actually proven in the fucking movie, it can't be done with the computer. Like that's the, the guy was right. Like, you know, like and, and Luke and only cause Luke is blessed with the force and he was bullseyeing womp rats. Be, like, like, like subconsciously using the force, like hitting them. Like what would he even know that? But he's just like, so Luke is just a dick and then he throws a bunch of lingo at this guy. He's just like, what? What the fuck, dude? Oh, Luke's such no, a douchebag. But, but like, I'm just yeah. like watching the show with a big smile on my face. Oh my god, there's Thrawn and there's Ezra, and I'm like thinking to myself, "Fuck, I'm such a Star Wars nerd, but I love it. Great time to be a Star Wars fan." Is basically what I'm trying to say. It's such a great time yeah. to be a Star Wars fan. Ezra looked very clean, considering he's been living in a um, 
among among the the snail people. I mean, the snail people they they seem to have tailors and stuff like to to produce their little pants and vests. You know, <laughs> little, little pants, yeah, their their cute little pants and vests. You know, or whatever with their little buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Frank. You know what? You know what? It all those reminded that those outfits reminded me of. So, mm. I recently, uh, my my uh, my second son, he uh, he recently turned one, and we went and got some uh, some some pictures taken for his for his first birthday party. Mm. And they have all these like out. They have all these outfits at the fucking like photographer. You know, all these fucking cutesy baby outfits that you put your kid in. You know, to to mm-hmm. have to have. Uh, the, no one would ever wear them in real life, but they're. They're, they're cute outfits to put a to put a baby in, you know. That that's what that fucking civilization wore. They wore the fucking cute <laughs> little the cute little like like outfits. Like, oh, you want to dress you want to dress up like hobbits? Yeah, here you go. Get our pictures taken. Yay, we're all in Middle Earth. That's what the that's what the <laughs> the hermit crab people had. I know. Could have pulled out one of his pocket watches and been like, oh, I'm so late and run like gone running. (laughs) Um, Preston, do you have anything more for this topic? No, that's it. That's it. Do you mind if we wrap it up here? Sounds good. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. As always, we'll see you all next time. Have a good one.